All right, let's start today and talk about how you are not broke. Okay, so I created this PDF not that long ago and I haven't shared it yet, so I'm going to share it today. Um, Broke is a mindset. Now, I'm not going to tell you that you have no money because you might not have any money and I know what that's like. I know what it's like to tell people that I'm broke, I can't afford it, I can't, you know, I can't do this, I can't do what I really yearn to do and and all of this other stuff that comes with having a broke mindset. Now, I took a course not that long ago from um, a business coach that I was working with, and she she talked about respecting your money, and I thought that was really amazing, and, and I'm like, but I do respect my money, and then I realized that, no, I really didn't respect my money. So along the lines of that, and along of being on my own broke journey, um, I created this PDF on on how you're not broke. And now, I'm not sharing this PDF with you so that you will buy my products and services. It's so that you can buy my products and services. Now, do I really, you know, I'm not telling you you have to. I'm telling you that if you are interested in doing it, then that gives you the ability to actually do it because you're going to remove that broke mindset. So let's start. So booyah, this is happening. So manifestation is the first one we're going to talk to. A lot of people tell you, oh, you know, you can manifest whatever you like. You can manifest um, a new car and you can manifest, you know, the perfect spouse and you can manifest whatever it is that you want in your life. And you absolutely can. But manifestation needs some help too. You can't just go to the universe and say, you know, I really want a million dollars and then not do anything to get yourself there. I really want my business to work out. I really want my business to be financially um, sufficient so that I don't have to work outside the house. I'm not there yet. So in order to bring my life financially sufficient, I'm going and I'm doing a job interview today, right? Because we have to help the universe out. As much faith as I have that my business is going to be at that financially stable position, I'm still doing stuff to help it out. I'm not just sitting here going and twiddling my thumbs saying, oh, my business is going to be successful, but I'm not doing anything about it. I'm, I'm posting, I'm doing the podcast, I'm doing you know the website. I've done all these things to ensure that my business is going to succeed and I'm, I'm continuing working on it. So Some tips with manifestation. So imagine that it's already happened. Let yourself feel the excitement that whatever it is that you're manifesting, and and in this case money, imagine what it's going to feel like when you have that money that you're manifesting. So what is your life like when when you're not broke? Um, What are you doing with the money? How does the money feel to you? Like, what do you feel? What are your beliefs surrounding money? What beliefs or feelings have you removed now that you have the money in order to call it in? Um, what can you now do that you couldn't do before? So feel as if you already have that money. I'm not telling you to go and spend money that you don't have, but feel as if you already have that money. Allow yourself to feel that excitement. Allow yourself to feel, okay, well, what moving forward am I going to do with this money? And I'm super excited. I can do what I want. I can take Melissa's courses. I can, you know, buy some jewelry. I can go out and buy some crystals at my local metaphysical store, whatever it is that you're really wanting to do, picture that you've already been able to do it and how that feels to you. So that's the first point. Second point, I think I can, I think I can. So affirmations are absolutely amazing. Affirmations are things that you say to yourself every day, repeatedly throughout the day, say, you know, 
Um, I am loved. I, you know, I am grateful for the love in my life. I am grateful for my finances. So affirmations can be practiced all day, every day. You can say them repeatedly while you're working, doing chores, have in the bath, going for a shower, whatever. Um, and repeat them in a, as often as you like, but create the affirmation that it's already happened as well. So you're thinking past tense. So I am grateful that my program sold out. I am thankful for um, my birthday presents or wh- whatever it is. That's how you use affirmations in the past tense. All right. So let's continue with the third one. Ask your guides. So this one's going to be all about meditation. So we're talking about you are not broke. We're talking about how you've been able to use uh, manifestation, how you've been able to use affirmations. Let's get into ask your guides. So when you ask your guides, what you want to do is do meditation, um, spiritual practices that connect you to your spirit guides and ask them for guidance. Ask them for um, a sign or a symbol. Um, Ask them to help you um, to understand which path you're going down. Now this this meditation and, and talking to your guides really kind of You need a good connection to yourself and to your intuition so that you can get in there and talk to your guides. So um, my favorite meditation to contact my spirit guides is, um, and I actually learned this from one of my mentors, is to um, imagine a room. Now you have to either walk upstairs or climb a ladder. Mine's a ladder. So I have to climb a ladder when I'm meditating. So I visualize this ladder. I'm climbing the ladder. I'm getting to the room when I get to the room, it's like one of those um, floor, it's, it's basically an attic, right? And you have to push open the door and then climb through. Now, once you get in the room, it's this ginormous office space. It's all grays and beiges and just really warm and inviting colors, um, more so neutral colors. And then there's couches, there's chairs, there's tea, um, there's writing materials for me, there's blankets. So it's really a comfortably inviting space. And once I'm in that room, I then I then invite my spirit guides to join me. Um, you can ask them their names, you can ask them about your path, you can ask them many different things about your own um, spiritual journey and whether or not things are going to get better and just all this other stuff. So meditation is a really, really, really good practice to release the emotions that you've got stored up. Now, we've talked about meditation before where if you're meditating and you're really um your your energetic le- level is really high because you're emotional, you're not going to connect to those answers that you're wanting from your intuition. If you're really high vibrational in a sense of you're very emotional, you're not going to connect. You're going to not going to see those possibilities. So if you're, if you're broke, right. And, and, and the whole topic is you are not broke, but if you're broke, because we've all said that and we've all been there, if you're feeling as if you're broke, you're feeling desperation, you're feeling panic, you're feeling anxiety, you're feeling, um, fear that things aren't going to work out. So you're coming from a place of all this fear and desperation. You can't see how we are going to get out of that broke mindset. You can't see the different possibilities that you have in front of of you or the different opportunities that you have in front of you to remove your broke mindset or to remove you being short on money. So 
That is point number three. So write it out. Journaling. Absolutely journaling is super important. I love journaling, but I only journal when I'm feeling called to journaling. I don't just journal every day and then make it feel like a chore. Oh, I have to journal today or I have to meditate today or I have to say my affirmations today. I do it when spirit tells me or I am intuitively drawn or even just emotionally drawn to journaling. Now, journaling is a good practice because you can write out your visualizations, you can write out your goals, you can write out your dreams, you can write out the emotional frustrations or joys or or any emotions that you're going through, any traumas that you're going through. All of that can be written out in journaling form and then you're allowing all of that frustration to come out again. So for me, journaling is like a a, a form of meditation. Now, if you want to journal in relationship to your money, you can say, what does it mean to you? Uh, Why do you need money? Why don't you need money? What does money provide for you? Uh, How do you receive money and how do you spend money? So those are just some of the things that you can journal out to create that relationship with your finances. Now, I can see it here, there and everywhere. Visualization. Visualization is huge. Um, again, it's it's visualizing. I, I have a PDF called Visualize, Visualization of a Dream where I have my own dream and I have a visualization of a dream. I have a goal to purchase a lakefront property that Tom and I can retire in. Now, this property is going to range anywhere from half a million to a million and a half dollars because it is lakefront property and where we want it, um, we want something private and secluded. So again... Um, that's going to be quite a bit of money. Now, I know that that goal is not going to happen right now. I know that, you know, that's 5, 10, 15 years from now. And I'm okay with that, but that is my long-term goal. So I visualize that. And Tom and I have watched videos and looked at um, listings on real estate markets in the areas that we want to go. And, and we're kind of narrowing down what area we're interested in. And we visualize it and we see it and we plan for it by seeing it. So that's that one. Um, you can get a copy of Visualization of a Dream on my website as well. Uh, so crystals, candles, and statues. So really anything that is of meaning to you. So there's crystals that you can place in the left-hand corner of your home and they um, improve your chances and, and they, they promote abundance. Those crystals energies is for abundance, financial security. Um, and citrine is one of the number one crystals for financial abundance. Um, so place citrine, green aventurine, tiger's eye and pyrite. And I do rose quartz and um, either selenite or clear quartz as well. I put all of those crystals in a bowl and I put them in the farthest left-hand corner from my most used entrance. And that encourages it, that encourages and creates the energy for financial abundance. So crystals, um, candles, you can get green candles, you can get whatever candle represents finances to you. You can get that and you can burn it, um, stuff like that. What comes in must go out. So accounting. Accounting is another one. And this isn't necessarily a spiritual one, but more of a mindset one. If you're, have, if you're living in that broke mindset and you feel, well, you know, I never have any money and I'm always broke and I can't do the things that I want. It's time for you to sit down and do some accounting. Find out where your money is coming in and how much is coming in. And do this for a month or two. 
Um, and I did this last year and it was absolutely life-changing the thought of how much money Tom and I were actually spending on things that we didn't need to be spending them on. So how much money are you bringing in? What are your monthly bills? Um, what are you spending money on? Even if you go to Tim Hortons or Starbucks or, or whatever fast food or, or, you know, value village or purses or whatever it is that you're spending money on in that month, write it down and keep a tally of how much money you're spending on each thing. That is a really good one. And it's very eye-opening. Uh, put some money aside. So once you do that accounting practice and kind of figure out where all your money is going, you can kind of see whether or not there's money left over or if there's money that's available that you can start putting aside so that you're not broke, so that you will have that little nest egg, so that when you have a course like mine that comes out and you really want it, you can purchase it. So put money aside. Now, I... I know what that's like because I was on a social assistance. I, you know, I was living off of maternity leave and EI. Um, and then I became a financial advise, advisor and doing those accounting practices were, were, we did those for every one of our clients as they came in and really allowed them to see what they were spending money on. So here's one of the trigger ones. You can buy that, but you can't buy what you need. So saying that you're broke, right, and saying, okay, well, I'm broken. And one of my other mentors brought this point up specifically. She even used the Starbucks reference. If you can go out and you can spend money on tattoos, if you can spend money on um, Tim Hortons every day or takeout or Starbucks or, or what it is, if you notice that you're spending every day money on the same place that you don't need to, but you want to do something to revolutionarily change your life, but you're wasting money on something else. Now, I'm not saying that your belief isn't valid, that that money is important or that purchase that you're making is important. But if you can go out and spend money to get your nails done and your hair done, and if you don't need it, you're not broke. You're spending money on things that you don't need, which means you're not broke. You might not have any money, but whose fault is that? Yours, because you're spending money on stuff that you don't need. Now, here's one, and this one I'm going to talk about because this is actually what I'm doing today. I am... I am running my own business. I have created a kick-ass business. I'm a spiritual mindset coach. I make crystal jewelry. I make um, tarot and oracle and crystal bags. I make a bunch of stuff. And with everything that I do and everything that I offer, my business is not financially stable enough to be providing the finances that we need. Now, in saying that, that's because I got really aligned and there's other reasons for that and we'll go into that later. But... I'm actually going for a job interview today. I'm not giving up on my business. I'm not giving up on my goal for my business to be exactly what I see it to be. But I'm doing what I need to do right now to make sure that my family is safe, my family is taken care of, and that we are not broke. We're not living paycheck to paycheck, which is why I'm going for a job interview today. I do love administration and that's exactly what I'm going for. So we'll see. Wish me luck. Fingers crossed. Um, but that doesn't mean my job, that doesn't mean my business is going to get any less of my time. It doesn't mean that my clients or you guys are going to get any less of my time. It's just going to be more routine. It's going to be more, well, not routine, but it's going to be more evening stuff and not during the day. And, you know, just 
you might not think that getting a job, if you can't leave your house, if you have a medical condition and you can't leave, there are many opportunities to do stuff online. If, if you feel like you can't work because of medical or anxiety or stuff like that, there are stuff you can do online. Being able to not work is sometimes an excuse. If you can be on the computer all day, but you can't leave your house, you can do surveys. There are many, many, many different opportunities, capabilities, and job offers for people to do online. There are many, many, many different things. So next one, jack of all trades. So this one is really more of what are you good at? So do you have skills and abilities? You don't want to get a full-time job. Um, maybe you get, you're getting enough money to pay the bills, but at the same time, you're still broke, right? You're living paycheck to paycheck. You've got, you know, very limited income. If you're a jack of all trades and you've got something that you're capable of doing, are you an artist? Are you a mechanic? Are, you know, side jobs, doing things for people in your community, doing things for your neighbors, doing things for side projects. Um, I had one of my employers was worked with pallets and he used to create beautiful, beautiful pieces of furniture through pallets. That was his hobby. That was his side job but it brought in a little bit of extra income. What can you do? What jack of all trades are you doing? Uh, So get rid of stuff. That is another one. So getting rid of stuff is an amazing idea. Um, If you've got stuff around your house, if you're a pack rat, if you're a hoarder, um, even if you have stuff that's just lying around, get rid of it. Put it up on your local buy and sell. Put it up on eBay. Flip some stuff and get rid of it. You never know how much stuff you have in your house. It's fall here. It's starting to be fall here. Declutter your house and see what you have to get rid of. That might be someone else's treasure. So think about that too. What do you have in your house? When was the last time you did it? Did a declutter and a cleanup? People are buying used clothes. People are buying used furniture to repurpose. People are buying um, broken laptops and computers and stuff like that to again, re- refurbish and repurpose. Find what you have around your house and see what you can do about it. And I did really read a really good book a few years ago. It was called um, how to declutter your home using feng shui. And it really went into detail on even photos and sentimental items and stuff that you've been gifted that you kind of feel like an a-hole for, for turning around and selling, um, all of these different things that you can do to make an extra income. So think about that. What, what do you have laying around your house that you can get rid of for a little bit of extra income. Maybe you have old games that you don't play anymore. Um, kids are older and out of the house or, or not interested in playing with certain things. Get rid of those things. Turn around and sell them. Get yourself a little bit more extra income. Uh, get creative. So if you're artistic, if you have you know a unique idea, there are so many different things. If you've got barnwood lying around, if you've got old furniture right lying around, you can actually repurpose that. There's uh, a few ladies... There's a few ladies in my area who take barnwood and they create signs with the barnwood and they sell that at the local farmer's markets. Um, If you make Afghans or blankets or crystal jewelry, now crystal jewelry is actually getting to be a very big thing right now, but a lot of people are doing it. So uh, a lot of people will make money from it. 
Um, but there are, there are a lot of people doing it now. So what can you do? Can you make custom creations? Can you make crystal jewelry or you have homemade products that you think people would purchase? Research your local area, research the availability, your farmer's markets and everything that you've got going on in your area where you can use your artistic creations and do something else. And I kind of touched into the one man's trash, another man's treasure thing with if you have items that are broken or can be repurposed, how can you make new old items new and unique? My kitten is wanting to go back outside and we're almost done. So we'll give her a minute. Respect your money. This is a huge one. Um, respecting your money is really important. So what exactly do you spend your money on? What do you pay? What do you put off? What do you purchase? Um, even your debt, respect your debt, because if it wasn't for the debt that you have, you wouldn't have had those things that you're in debt for, uh, car payments. You wouldn't have your car if you didn't have car payments. You, you know, at one point you had to purchase that vehicle. Um, respect the money that you have coming in, but also the money that you have coming out and think about, okay, what can I budget? What can I budget? Um, do I, do I spend a lot of money on TV and nobody watches it? We've actually gotten rid of our TV services because we were watching it all the time, not going to lie, but we weren't doing anything else. And it was an extra $200 that we just didn't really need. The kids have tablets. We have tablets. We have internet. There are different options, right? There are different options so that you can start saving money instead of spending on stuff that maybe you really don't need or use or want anymore. So I think this is the last point. Uh, two more things, sorry. Um, wrap your mind around this is the next one. So being broke is literally a mindset. If you're paying your bills, if you have food on your table, clothing on your back, you're not broke. You're living. You have no extra. There are absolutely times when you have extra money to play with or use for things that you really want. But if you've gone through all the accounting and you still have nothing to left over, no wiggle room, you're still living. You might not have extra, but you're still living. So when you have nothing, no extra, you're, you know, you have money that you're not wasting. Um, if you're going through your life and you're doing all of these things and you still don't have money, think about these things. Think about the different opportunities and ways that you can bring extra money into your, into your life and into your house and be smart about it. Don't just think, oh, well, you know, I can't do this because of this, or I can't do this because of that, or, um, I can't get a job because I don't feel good or, you know, think outside the box, meditate, relax your emotions, calm your mind, not calm your mind. I hate that. Um, relax your emotions, clear your emotions so that you can start thinking outside of the box so that you're not living in a broke mindset. What is the point of living in a broke mindset? You are going to either have money or you're not. It's as simple as that. But you get to make the choice of whether you're going to sit there and be unhappy, be depressed, have anxiety and panic on where your next paycheck's coming from, how much money you don't have, or are you going to sit there and think of how can I do this? I really want Melissa's program. How can I do this? You got to start thinking along how can I? instead of I can't. 
thank you for listening to Spiritually Aligned Mindset. If you like this episode and want to hear more, then go ahead and click the like, share, and subscribe buttons. Also, feel free to leave a review, send me a message, or comment if you have any questions, want to be a guest on the podcast, or just want to connect and learn more. Much love, and I will talk to you again soon. Hello and welcome to Spiritually Aligned Mindset, where amazing things happen. I will speak on various topics in relation to mindset, spiritual journeys, awakenings, gifts and abilities, and so much more. Along with being a spiritual mindset coach, I am also a psychic, intuitive, empath, medium, and healer. Your spiritually aligned life starts and ends with mindset. So join me for this raw, real, rarely edited podcast where I lay down some epic truth bombs, lessons, guidance, and so much more to help you on your own spiritual mindset journey.